Hello and welcome to The Secret Layer, the home of gaming and geeks. We hope you enjoy our shows and if you'd like to support us, you can donate to our Patreon. And welcome to D&D 201 with me, Niall. Uh, I'm, I'm one of your dungeon masters. Oh, that was so excellent. Well executed. I'm Morgan. I am your actual dungeon master. Ooh. <laughs> and we're here to help you, the other dungeon masters, how to DM. That's our job today, is to hopefully help you guys create your own worlds, do your own things. And today, we're tackling the multiverse. Yeah. The multiverse of madness. Bagsy Doctor Strange. Bagsy Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm, I'm Doctor Strange in this situation. <laughs> I am um, Wong. Wong. <laughs> Wong, Wong is the, the, it should be called the Wong Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Wong's in everything these days. Um, so, so I'm yeah. Doctor Strange. You're Doctor Strange. And I'm Wong. You're evil Doctor Strange. <laughs> Better Doctor Strange. Evil. <laughs> They're all evil. They're all cut. That was the whole point of the uh, the whole the series was that all the Doctor Strangers are bad. Apart from Mainline, Mainline no, was alright. No, he was like he they was were the like, one good one. Yeah, he pulls it off in the end. He's I don't like, know. I love you. I've always loved you, and I'll love you in every universe, apart from the one where I, you know, I don't because it's an infinite multiverse. <laughs> you know, that's just how, how, that's statistically impossible. <laughs> best film of all time. Um, but yeah, so we kind of talked about building the well, the mundane-ish world, like the normal setting where you put your towns and your campaigns and stuff. But a lot of D and D, like the spells and the creatures, do rely on there being other planes. As yeah, well. this ain't your boring material plane, you fucks. This you, ain't you g- stupid you, material plane fucks. You think this is it? You think dragons and giants and shit was it? This isn't it. There are places far beyond your imagination. You fuck. You done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think but basically when you read through the spells and the the monsters, they all come from different places beyond just the Fiends and Celestials, you say? Fiends, Celestials, Elementals. Fae. Fae. Undead. Not necessarily. Um um, so yeah, you what you want to this is at least something you want to have in mind. I mean, like like everything in the Dungeon Master's Guide, there's like some minimum requirements. Exactly, like you listener three right now. What's an aberration? Where do they come from? Tell hmm? 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 Awfully from? quiet over there. It's because you know nothing. That's why you're here to listen to us tell you what it yeah, is. We are here to educate you. Yeah, a little uh, bit. Don't feel bad. It's all right. It's all right that you know nothing. You know nothing. <laughs> you know nothing, listener three. <laughs> I'll talk to you, Adam Smith. Listener three will be me. I'll be the third person that listens to this. Yeah. I guess we're listening to this as we go along now. <laughs> Sorry. A little meltdown for a second. Then. I was like, what? Twitch. Um, anyway. So there's a bunch of categories for the planes. Yeah. Um, for the stuff you need. So you've got the material plane, which is where... We- should, should we explain what a plane is, I guess? Yeah, it's a metal thing with wings that fly. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's oh, like talking to myself. I, I'm on fire today. Um, you, too long. <laughs> you have been with me too long. That's exactly what's happening. Um, 
So basically, for those of you who are like, what? What the fuck are they talking about? Planes? Um, essentially, it's just a different universe. It, it's just a different... That's why it's called a multiverse. Is because it's like a different plane of existence that ties to the material like plane. Like a different reality kind of thing. Yeah. But a lot of it, a lot of it, especially in Faerun, a lot of D&D, it's all tied to the material plane. Like the material plane, our universe is the most important. And then all the other universes are kind of like tied to it or part of it or influence well, it. Interesting. That depends. That's a matter of perspective. No, but I mean like in the Faerunian ones. Yeah. Yeah. But again, even that's a theory. Like the idea yeah. is... Yeah, but true. yeah. It's kind of like we think that the material plane sits in the middle, but I think if you ask the devil, they'll be like, mm, fuck off. Yeah, but that's because it's a devil. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in your in your universe or whatever story you're creating, do whatever you want with it. You know what I mean? It's just, it, all it means is it's just different universes. You've got your main universe, which is like Earth, and there'll be stars and planets and stuff like that. And then there's different universes that you can travel to in different yeah. ways. I mean, your bare minimum. So yeah, like a plane, I guess, is like you say, like a, yeah, like its own universe, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Carceri is literally a universe made up of one planet multiplied in an infinite amount of times like the planet lit it's like that's the thing they usually follow distinctly different rules to yeah where we are there's like it's not so that's I mean, the whole you know in our universe it's stars and galaxies and one planet where there supports life mm. in this universe it's just one planet throughout the entire it's just like a, a, a straight line of planets <laughs> and they're all prison planets well, yeah i was gonna say it's a bunch of a bunch of prisons isn't it yeah there's no escape and then you have like you travel to another planet congratulations you you're <laughs> still again. on carcere <laughs> yeah um but yeah so i guess the bare minimum what you need is again this is these exist to explain some of the rules that work in D. &D. so there's yeah. the spells like etherealness and spells where you're summoning creatures you need to say where you're going when you cast ethereal shadow blade yeah so where these spells are coming from and stuff so the bare minimum you need is a, a plane for your fiends a plane for your celestials, a plane for your elementals, somewhere for your deities to chill, um, mm -hmm. which might actually be some of the previous three. Um, somewhere yeah. where you go when you die, which again might be the first three, away from getting between them and away for spells and monsters that use the astral plane and the ethereal plane to work. Mm -hmm. So if you have something like astral projection, which is a really high level spell. You need a way for astral projection to actually work. Same with etherealness. So you need like an explanation for that. So they're your kind of like baseline. So the categories are you have, like I said, the material plane, which is what we've kind of already been speaking about. But then you have its echoes. Yeah. So that's where you have the Feywild and the Shadowfell. In the Feyrunian universe. Yes. Um, this, so what's this called? Is this called the Cosmic Wheel for D&D? Uh, the planes, the default cosmology is the Great Wheel. The Great Wheel but, for D&D, isn't it? But for the, but the Great Wheel isn't necessarily true. The Great Wheel is just like a, a theory, kind of yeah. a generally accepted theory. But it's a, a diagram a, more than anything, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, if you want to get really into it, there is a plane called Sig um, Sig Sigil, which is um, kind of uh, this big massive spire, in, um, and it has it's what you it's got, it's got a city of it's, doors in it. It's like a circle, isn't it? It's, yeah. a, it's a donut with a massive with spire in it. Yeah. And yeah, basically, you can there's there's a city of doors where you can get to all the other uh, place in the multiverse you can do anywhere in the multiverse yeah. yeah exactly and the reason there's the and people say Sigil is evidence for the Great Wheel they say oh well Sigil shows the Great Wheel and we thought the Great Wheel so it makes sense but then some people think that the Great Wheel exists because Sigil exists so mm. it's kind of like a self-fulfilling theory so it's one of the strongest theories but it's not necessarily right yeah. because when you're talking about alternate dimensions and uh, 
stuff like that it kind of it doesn't time and space really don't matter anymore so it, it any i i do like to especially when i'm dming i do like to create like an idea of you know oh here's here's like how you would get here because you know that makes sense mm-hmm. the the nine hells um go down yeah. that's the that's the known rule but i really like the idea of of fucking with people and being like well you know, you you travel across and then suddenly you're down a layer. Well, that's the how thing. do you wait? What yeah, we travelled yeah. across? But the other thing is that you have in uh, so one of the planes is like you say is well in there's the upper planes and the lower planes and the lower planes like your evil planes hmm. and throughout the evil planes is the river Styx which goes through every single lower plane. But how can a river flow through multi dimensions? And then like you say, and also the people, the beings that control those planes control whether or not the river sticks lets you pass through. Which is yeah. So you can be go through that river for millions of years and never pass through, or you could jump in a boat and two seconds later beat your destination. So it doesn't really matter which is why it's everything's more of a theory than concrete. Yeah, I love that's what I love about playing with those things as well, is like it, especially when you're giving your descriptions and you you're talking about it. If you talk about the impossibility with the players and you just say it's in, what you're witnessing is impossible it breaks logic that puts everyone very much in a little bit of an anxious state because everybody's a bit like what how where? but but you're telling them no 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 you see it and that's what happened i really like there's a mechanic in the descent into avernus game which is set in one of the lower planes in uh, one of the nine hells which is you if you've never been to a location before you roll 2d4 if both no- dice show the same number they end up somewhere different doesn't have to follow the same path they'll just rock up somewhere if they've been there before you roll 2d6s so they're more likely to get there because it's less likely you're going to roll two of the same interesting number. But time and space don't work. You can kind of be looking at the place you're going and walk towards it, get a bit of a headache, and then find you're not there anymore. That's really funny. Um, but yeah, kind stuff of, like that. Coming off that tangent, planes weird. Don't necessarily follow the same laws. Exactly. And there's like a bare minimum of the stuff you need. Don't worry about knowing how things work because yeah. the truth is, is like that's kind of the fun. Nobody yeah. knows. And it's if there's inconsistencies, that's we've said this before. If you have an inconsistency, just give your players a knowing smile and pretend you thought of it all along. Or slap them and tell them shut up. Shut the fuck up but that's the thing if there's inconsistencies it doesn't matter because it's a weird mind-bending hard to comprehend thing that we've tried to apply something to merely mortals will not understand this yeah even some of the deities won't really get it (laughs) oh well one might i guess oh yeah yeah, i guess but like like but nobody talks to him the great creator but yeah no one speaks to that he's like running off like ooh, i'm busy Um, because io is io not even the great creator that's the funniest thing i read recently something about like io is the first god well io created Faerun. I don't know. I don't think he created the multiverse. Well, yeah. Appa- apparently, he's like the first god, and then there's like a he serves the source, and, and that's meant to be the DM and the players. Uh, if I think. you're, if you are, ah, oh, that's fun. But if yeah. you're telling me that they, I mean, you, the more you speak about stuff like this, the more it sounds like they're just making up as they go along. Yeah, which, which they is, absolutely which is, are. Uh, yeah. Um, that's what I do. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so you've got every day, baby. Uh, the Great Wheel is one. Yeah. So Great Great Wheel is one model, uh, which shows you in the player's handbook where you've got a big wheel. So in the middle, you've got the material plane with the two echoes either side. Yeah. Then you've got um, the astral sea around that, which is a, called a transitive plane, which is the, the plane you go through to get to other planes. It's like the bit in between yeah. everything. What's and in between everything? The astral sea. Yes. Because then you have the elemental planes, which are the inner planes, yeah. which is fire, water, earth, and air. And that's what makes up the material plane. And then you have the ethereal transitive mm-hmm. plane, which takes you from the inner universe to the out which is where you've got the outer planes which is where you've got hell and the abyss and carceray yeah. and um, it's like the plane plane of dreams it it's sort of where all these 
theories and and ideas come to live. Is that ast- I thought it was astral stuff. No, that's the ethereal. Oh, okay. The ethereal. That's why ghosts exist in the ethereal because they're ideas. Whereas astral mm-hmm. are actually it's like a physical space in between mm-hmm. where things things beyond things connected to other universes can come through because. That's where dead gods float in space because no one I worships swear them. That's the astral sea. Yeah, that's the astral sea, oh, and then the ethereal is where ghosts oh, and yeah. ideas yeah. live. Mm. It's kind of where dreams are born. Um, <laughs> the other thing is it's where dreams are born. It's Disneyland. Um, the other thing is one <laughs> so of where dreams is, are born. Disneyland. The, 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 yeah, you getting paid for that? <laughs> We're getting paid by Disney. With Disney shills. Woo! Um, Disney need our recommendation. They're falling apart. They yeah, that is true. Say, you know. This small podcast. Um, <laughs> then there's the other models, the world tree, which I quite like, which is like the Norse mythology world, world tree. So everything oh, yeah, that's that's really cool. So it's like figuratively or literally on a tree. And I guess, you, again, you'll have your lower planes as the roots and the upper mm-hmm. planes as the branches and stuff like I that. I think, yeah, I think, it, I think it does. That's exactly how it works. It kind of like branches through everything and the roots are in the lower planes. It's, yeah. it's really cool. I think yeah. yeah. Apparently, the roots go all the way down to the abyss or something. That makes sense. That again, that's the, you, you kind of you've got a lot of. Uh, it's like different ways of seeing the same thing. Isn't I know. It? I know one cosmology at one point was that every plane was a different planet. Yeah. That sat within the astral sea. Very Marvel. Yeah. That's like very what the new Marvel's yeah. done with like Thor and. It's like magical, the space gods. Magical planes is just planets. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, another universe is just a planet. Yeah. Another I realm. I think that's the most boring option. I think it's kind of cool though when you when you actually. It's cool. Yeah. It's not, but it's boring. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you do it, I think if if that's kind of like if you're doing like a spelljammer-esque kind of thing all your lower planes are suddenly planets that manifest and they don't have to make sense as well like getting to those planets could be through you know gates in space or do you know what I mean or gates upon your earth and it's like it because you know there's basically nothing's boring unless you let it be yeah oh well yeah I just yeah yeah. I I think um, like apocalypse apocalypse and new genesis from the new gods are planets but they're also ideas based in the fourth world yeah and it's like you know my theory on that is that are they planets or is that all that your little mortal brain can comprehend yes which I really like that is fun everyone that goes there sees a planet and people because if they saw their true forms they'd just go insane but yeah but that's the thing there's loads of models there's a bunch here I quite like one I don't know if it's written here I think it's the mirror yeah the myriad plane so if you just picture like the universe is just a bunch of soap bubbles and every bubble's a different universe and it's kind of like there's no order there's no it's just they're all clumped together they're in a kind of just order. floating in space it kind of moves all around they're um, always moving all that's funny that's kind of like the idea that like if you're taking a plane our gate to another plane you have to wait a certain day <laughs> because yeah. that's when you'll orbit you the, <laughs> yeah go yeah, yeah. <laughs> quickly quickly go. Go, 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 go this is the closest we'll be uh that's a, i'm gonna have to write that down it's a good idea you're welcome thank you anytime um, in a town baby and then so that yeah we kind of spoke like oh and then the other thing of the great I quite like this is the great there's the great wheel cosmology where everything fits in apart from the far realm which is this weird eldritch horror realm that doesn't really fit into anything and no one really understands anything about it I think I think it's kind of meant to be the far reaches of the astral sea I think it's I'm pretty sure it just sits outside the cosmology yeah like, it just doesn't but that's because the astral I thought I always understood it as because that's the astral sea is endless Anything from the far realm is from the furthest reaches of the astral sea. Okay. That's that's how I understood it. Yeah. I could be totally wrong. I thought it was literally just like, mm, you, know. <laughs> you can't even really get there. Like, it's just, yeah. like, it's not like you could, I don't think you can plane shift there. 
because I think it is. That's interesting. I, mm, you I must be able to. I think you need a plane shift somewhere that you know. You need to be able to say. You need a tuning fork. Yeah, you need to say where you're going for a plane shift. I mean, you need a tuning fork that tunes to the right frequency. That you yeah. Know. So how do you know a frequency that you've never been to? What? There you go. Is that um, dubstep? <laughs> um, oh yeah, there you go. There's another theory here, which is like the one world, which is like everything's just on one place. So if you go down far enough, you get to hell. Turn left, you get to the abyss. Like if you dig. Yeah, you just keep digging, and you get to hell. You go past the underdark, and then you're in hell. Yeah, you need to specify a target destination in general terms. You need to know where you're going. What's the material component? Material component is um, a metal rod, and I think it needs to be attuned to a, a particular, oh, a forked metal rod worth at least 250 GP attuned to a particular yeah. plane of existence. So it is the a tuning I, the fork. The idea is that you bang it, and it goes, whoa, 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 yeah, and, and then you you're like, spell, it'll take you where you go. Boom. Which would be really fun to give them, oh, that's another idea for a game. They, they've got a mission, they think they're going somewhere, they get given the tuning fork, but they get given the wrong one. <laughs> and they end up in the wrong plane of existence That's really so they funny. to get back. They go into the plane of fire, they're prepared for that, they end up in the plane of air. Ah, we just fall for eternity. Until you realise you don't have to. That's how you fly in the plane of air. Just decide you're not going to fall. Yeah. It's fun. It's really, like, it's a proper, it's a proper trick. It's like, yeah, like... Just don't fall. What? Oh! Just believe that you can fly. Well, I can't. Well, all right. Then you're going to keep falling, bitch. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's the... Basically, you've got some basic things you need to fit into universe. There's some ideas that already exist. Yeah. To have the easiest life, you can just use a cosmology that exists. But if you want them... I've meddled it with a little bit, so I... In my setting at the minute, um, the everything apart from the material planes completely cut off due to various things. So you can't cast summoning spells, you can't travel between the planes um, due to reasons I won't spoil in case anyone other planes in the setting listens to this. Hmm. Um, but that's kind of how I've dealt with it for the minute. It's like you can't. Like, yeah. so, but that just means I have to be like, you can't cast summoning spells, you can't do this because you have to take into account. If you're putting those kind of things in the game, you need to make sure it's cohesive. Because yeah. if you're like, no one has ever heard of a devil in fucking... 2,000 years and then but someone, then someone's summoning someone's a fiend yeah like, oh well where have they come from <laughs> yeah exactly um, but that's why you need to consider talk to it. players yeah exactly and I, I think that's the thing with most of the Dungeon Master's Guide when you read through it is it's kind of saying hey do what you want but if you like these are the basic, if you want to do everything they, they're kind of like, <laughs> these are the core assumptions we've made yeah and if you don't want to have to change the rules stick to this yeah whereas if you do want to change the rules know what you're changing yeah and I think I think that's that's well I think that's a good point to take us on to our next part I think we should probably go through all of them mm. just as a brief little summary to explain what's on offer and and the basic understanding of them without full detail because the truth is is like you could go onto youtube and find an hour long video on each one of these You're speaking from experience there, no? yep yeah i am <laughs> that's exactly what i have done i i fucking love this shit yeah. i live this shit this is what i this is what i breathe for you i'm sit, a serial planner you, you, and, sit, you sit there yeah. and you watch uh uh next video by mr rex in the next 15 seconds and you're like, oh, oh. Literally, oh, literally i like i just absorb as much information as i can so that when i improv i can just be like that's something i learned earlier yeah. <laughs> and no, then just be like oh, I, I, i'll be honest i do have the occasional binge like it'll always be a rabbit hole because especially when I did the Out of the Abyss campaign which is a lot of demon stuff I'll be like who is this guy and then five hours later I'm like mm, god I know so much about the Abyss now yeah, yeah and it's cool <laughs> and it's cool so maybe we should talk about the fact that like in, in D&D Faerun there's like loads of different ways to get to different places yeah. most popularly portals yes um, which I think are always really fun to play with because they can be whatever you want um, so yeah. a person 
an actual yeah. gate. I want to. Yeah, I know that to get to the Feywild, sometimes if you just get lost in the wrong woods, yeah. you led to the Feywild. Bar- same with Barovia, which is yep. not the Feywild. It's yes. the opposite. It's the Shadowfell. Uh, if you go to like, if you get lost in an icy tundra, you'll end up in the elemental plane of ice. Yeah, it's a, it's a mixed plane, but not that you can just. It's end cool up in though. Yeah, one I really like, which is inspired by a book by Darren Shan called Beck. Oh, is because uh, they have demons in that. Yeah, and the portal they built is someone sacrifices himself to open a portal to um, where all these demons are, and they are the portal. Yeah, and they have been ripped Apart. across yeah. like the two dimensions, and they're like the face is hanging out one side, and you walk through their insides to get to the other side. That's seriously cool. That's and so awful. demon, and I like the idea. Like you get there, and there's just this mangled person. Even if they're an unwilling sacrifice, just being there, kind of like ripped apart. And that's how you have to get through is by walking through, through somebody's innards. Um, horrendous. Um, it's like that episode of The Boys. Don't. Why would you talk about that? Why would you bring that up to me? It's funny. <laughs> but yeah, like that. Hopefully, not too much like that. Less sexy. Yeah, much less horny. Um, <laughs> funny to call that scene horny um, or yeah. sexy but yes because I like um, again one of my favourite things about demons is demons devil's plan right yeah. they'll be like we want to get to we, I've got a scheme I want to get one of my mates there so we're going to cast a summoning thing we'll get, get him there more powerful the devil the harder it is to get through so I'll send minions through but demons like every now and again just a little rip yeah. will open tiny little rip and it might be thousands of years before anyone notices it and then a demon will come across it and go ooh <laughs> playtime <laughs> go through call some shit as they go through they make it bigger yeah and it's I remember, someone, I remember hearing it's like it's like a wound mm. it just festers it gets bigger bigger yeah. and bigger demons are like the like infestations and cancers yeah. essentially and They're, if no one ever yeah. finds it eventually it'll grow a demon lord could come through and you'd be like oh fuck yeah and just go through you yeah. hopefully a band of heroes have found it before it's got to that Oi. But um, but that's so that's like you said. There's loads of different ways things can get through in the types of portal, the gates and stuff. There's a bunch of spells which can help you to do it. Um, so we've already talked about one, which is plane shift. Um, we also discussed the idea that when we talk about that myriad model, that there's certain times where they'll work. So the planes have to be aligned for you to go through these two portals. So like you say, they, like this is the first time in 200 years that we've been next to Bytopia. <laughs> we can go through the portal now on in this yeah, five-minute yeah. window where we'll never get through again. Yeah. Um, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah. You've, and you've got, you've got five, in five minutes it'll open and then you've got 10 minutes to get back. <laughs> um, yeah, it's however, a tight game, yeah. Time works differently in Bytopia, so you'll probably have two weeks, we're not sure. So kind of like, <laughs> you know, like that would be... Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Um, so yeah. And you know what? Uh, just before we do go through all the... Um, or the, the, the other ones. The truth is, is like there's things called demiplanes and essentially what they are are created planes that aren't this. So anywhere within the multiverse, you can have your demiplane and you can get to that anywhere you want and that's your creation. The reason that was created was just for you. You can come up with why that was created. Mm-hmm. Maybe a wizard created it for his own little like, you know, experiment. Maybe a god created it to live there. You know, gods can live in demiplanes. God can live anywhere. So... Yeah, I mean, so there's that's like, for you. In, in like the Shadowfell and the Feywild, they have demiplanes. Yeah. So the Domains of Dread in the Shadowfell and the Domains of Delight in the Feywild. So you have yeah. these different kind of, like you say, demiplanes within the planes. And then you can, I think, technically some spells make demiplanes, right? Yeah, the spell demiplane. Oh, there you go. But there's like, um, doesn't Rope Trick make a demiplane as well? Yeah. Yeah, so you have like shit that makes little little... I think the bag of bag of holdings are just little demi planes that, that get sucked so. into the astral sea. If you fuck with it. Yeah. So speaking of the astral sea, that's our first one on the list. Oh fuck yeah, astral sea baby. Um, 
kind of like what Morgan said earlier. It's the space between space. Yeah. It is space, essentially. The Astral Sea is what Spelljammers, like, sail across. Uh, y- yeah. Depends on your... The world, yeah. Depends on which Spelljammer, because yeah. it used to be um, the space. So you'll have, like... So Faerun exists in, like, a solar system, so sometimes they'd leave it. Yes. So, and yeah, then yeah. also you can go across the Astral Sea. It's, the Astral Sea is like the space between planets and also a realm in itself. It's uh, kind of like a strange... There you go. Thought, the Astral Sea is thought and dream. There you go. Yeah. Um, so you can do like an astral projection nonsense. So yeah. You, but... Like there's the spell astral projection. You have all sorts of... Mon- but yeah, it's, it's primarily a transitive plane. It exists to get you from point A to point B. And loads of things exist out there. People like make castles in the astral sea, and it's you know you you move around via thought. Yes, it's really cool. And um, within there are like portals to every other realm. I was wrong. Astral sea is the one to the outer planes. Ethereal is the one to the, to inner, the inner planes. planes. But yeah, so then you'll do, I, again. I like the past because if you read through the colors, yeah. So there's different like color pools that go past that you dive through to get the through. suggested ones for the yeah. for the D and D. Some of them are similar, yeah. And I think you can have fun with that. Really play with people. So like Me- Mechanus, Diamond Blue, Arborea, Sapphire Blue. <laughs> what in the fucking? Imagine your players are looking for a a, a blue portal. Yeah, they see two blue portal and which there's a fucking uh, Gith Yankee ship chasing them down to kill them. Yeah, which one do you go through? That's oh, funny. No. You end up yeah. on Mechanus, you end up in Abora. Yeah. There's always, like, suggested things for the um, the plane as well. So, like, the astral plane has psychic psychic winds, mm. and essentially they're, like, random encounters or random effects. Like, every place has, like, a, a philosophy behind it and, a, and, a, and more of a thought. It's less about... The, the material plane is kind of made up of loads of contradicting ideas and thoughts, and it is just complete chaos, whereas each plane is now a section of that idea it's like we'll get to it later more specifically but the abyss is the chaotic evil plane Mm -hmm. so that's where chaotic evil things rule and things that are chaotically evil will survive more than something that's not it's just inherently advantageous to be a demon in in the abyss apart from the fact that if you die there you die yeah yeah if you kill a demon in, in its in in its home the abyss it'll die forever whereas if it's anywhere else it'll just return back to the abyss Hmm? Is that the cases of everything? Uh, like with most well. things, Celestials, yeah. Like if they're not in the native plane, yeah. Because that's why you'll find like if you ever as a DM, um, as a DM, make sure that your demons aren't too bothered about dying, yeah. on the material plane because they don't give a shit because yeah. they're not going to die. They just go back to the abyss and they come, they respawn basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, exactly. It's quite fun. Uh, the ethereal, then I guess, is the next one. Unless you've got anything else to say about the astral, uh, place of dreams. Yeah, not really. There's the Gith Yankee which fly about, which are a fun thing to read up about that have got a load of history of the mind flayers um but yeah often you'll find the astral sea exists as like a transitive kind of situation uh but yeah the ethereal plane is like you said like the ghost plane yeah and it's a super kind of scary place because it is it's unknown it's a real unknown and it is it's kind of like the place where spirits exist where Mm. souls exist and it can change, like traveling in the deep ethereal compared to the border ethereal are two deeply yeah. different things. Because well, the border ethereal is like, if you think of the ethereal as like a sea, the border ethereal is like the coast, so it kind of like where it washes up against the material plane. And the, and the border ethereal is like when you cast the spell etherealness, you can see everything that's in front of you, but you can see the ethereal plane. So yeah. it's like a different night vision kind of look to it, and you can't see very far, whereas the deep ethereal is nothing like the border ethereal. Yeah. It holds no representation to the material plane. It's its own place, and yeah. it's very it's very much like 
things that live there live there for reasons. And it's connected to the airplanes. Yeah. So it's like how you get to... So if you're transporting between two inner planes, you want to go through the ethereal. Yeah. Um, get into that's like the Shadowfell and the Feywild and all the different chaotic planes of fire, air, water, and earth. If you want to have some fun, so you have... Um, Night tags can go into the ethereal plane, which can often be a bit of uh, be a fun, I guess, ether- if you want to do a bit of a campaign in the ethereal. And that's how I, they get into your dreams. I have had situations where I've had, I can't remember what creature it was, but I've had creatures that have cast ethereal notes in the ethereal plane and they just happen since my players cast it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they cast <laughs> it, I'm like, whilst you're fighting this demon, you do notice an old woman in the corner watching you. And they're like, what? Yeah. She looks panicked because she sees that you've seen her now. <laughs> it's like, how long has she been there for? <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> she knows everything. She's been watching you for a while now. Does she, watch, does she watch me at night? Yes. Yes. Presumably. She knows what you did. <laughs> she knows what you do every night. Dirty man. Uh, but yeah, and in there there's like uh, ether cyclones. So yeah. like the astral winds, psychic winds, these are like, these are like big cyclones. Spinny winds. <laughs> Spinny spin winds, which either make your journey longer or they can just eat you into the astral plane yeah just put you somewhere else just like boop it's always useful hey hey would you like your campaign to be derailed or shaken up have this little cyclone anyway. yeah that's definitely for a DM who is just letting their players run free in a massive sandbox <laughs> yes if you're just like hey enjoy some chaos you're the story do what you want yeah exactly I'll be there to help you uh, unfortunately you've all gone to a different plane uh, and so, that was totally your fault yeah so we're going to have to run independent sessions uh, thanks to you. That's your fault. <laughs> thanks, guys. This is the consequences you have wrought. When will you learn that your actions have consequences? But um, yeah. Um, guess ref- the next place. Reflections. Oh, yeah. So your little doodads, like your, your, your reflections of the material plane, your shadow and your Feywild. So we'll yeah. talk about the Feywild. These are kind of like, the ideas of the reflections are like, Everything that exists in the material also exists in the Shadowfell and the Feywild, mm-hmm. just a little bit different. So yeah. the Feywild is like, I think the example they give is like, if you were to find a great, a great city in, or a great town in the material plane, in the Feywild it would be a great forest. Yeah. And Stuff then, like that. And then really in cool. the Shadowfell it would be like a, a ruin. Yeah. Um, a dead ruin. If you think of like, I think the closest example is the Upside Down. Yeah. It's like the Shadowfell. It's like... Yeah. Earth but twisted. No, it's not an exact like for like thing, but that's the kind of vibe you go and it's like this is like home but off. Mm. Um dark and dead. Yeah. Um definitely no one exists there. I really like this description of the Feywild, which is it is a land of soft lights and wonder, a place of music and death. Yeah. It's like oh What? <laughs> oh no. That's not how you started. <laughs> but yeah, that's this is where all your fae come from, all your fairies. Um and Every kind of fairy that you could, so you know, you you picture your fun little pixies and fairies that are tricky but fun. But then you also think of your humble stiltskins yeah. and your hags and your your kind of your goblinoids. Your, yeah, because hobgoblins are from the Feywild. Yeah. You think of like the 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 weird the the stuff. I think one of my favorite things from the Feywild is the story, which is like you arrive in the Feywild and there's a little gnome there. He's like, "Oh, hi there. Uh, can I take your name?" And then you t- you say, "Oh, you know, my name is Arthur." It's like you no longer know what your name is. Yeah. Because he took your name. And it's like stuff like that. It's like they're just tricky, a bit cheeky, yeah. and they run off and you're like, oh no. But they're like deeply traumatized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Things that are awful. And and they're they're like, it's a, an extremely chaotic place. Yes. Well, your emotion drives the yeah. Feywild. So if you get angry, a storm, depending on how powerful you are, especially, but if you get upset, flowers will, will it'll rain. If you're happy, the sun will come out, flowers will bloom. Um, Like your emotions affect it quite strongly. Um, and you'll find that 
the well because there's the Sealy and the Unsealy Court, which are like the Fey Archfey, yeah, the, the gods of the Fey Wild, big the boss people, people. That, the people that live there for the longest and sort of have a bit of a say. They're kind of like they're like demigods in a way, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. No god. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't think of any gods off the top of my head that live in the Feywild. No, 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 they wouldn't, because they tend to live in the Outplanes, don't they? Yeah. Um, there's like powerful, yeah, like you say, Archfey that do live there. Not that, not that a god couldn't live there. It's just that no, none happen to. Yeah. I mean, you could write a god lives there if you wanted to, but the people that the Archfey, who are kind of like the Sealy Court, are seen as like just extremely powerful creatures that are like. They're like super fairies or super... Yeah. Well, they're the ones that give you... So one of the Warlock subclasses is yeah. the Archfey, Archfey, right? So they start giving you powers. So I have... One of my players has the Archfey, like Lina, who gives them their power and they have their own story. I like to think th- things like Archfey and Archdevils have more of a jealousy of gods than like a reverence. They're kind of like, we're not quite as powerful as you, but we're not mortal enough to be subservient. We're just a bit like, mm, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely. Yeah, but then there's like, like you said, there's, as well as like the fun fairies, there's like horrible hags, there's the Formians, which are like corrupted yeah. giants, there's... And they're all part of the Unseely Court, like mm. this idea, like there's the there's the dark reflection within this light reflection, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, and again, you've got your kind of, uh, your I like the idea that the portals to the Feywild open accidentally. Yeah. Um, there... It's where like children get kidnapped from and stuff. Like all your yeah. tricky regular folk tales. That's what fey creatures changelings, do. Changelings, that yeah. kind of thing. Replacing um, your children with changelings. Little, little, goblin like boy. Um, little goblin boy. Little goblin boy. Little gobbo. It's me, little goblin kid. <laughs> it's me, your son. <laughs> wow. I, don't wa- I always smoke cigars. What are you talking about, Ma? Feed <laughs> uh, me. Come on, I'm hungry. Um, but then the two fey wild things are memory loss and time dilation yeah yes which i like the it's like the narnia thing yeah they go into the wardrobe and they came out and they've been there for decades they come out seconds later and then they go back in again it's been like thousands of years yeah it's super cool um very very narnia good reference yeah thanks i love narnia um and then on the opposite side of that we have the shadow fell yeah which is i mean canonically created by uh shah the goddess of oh, like the dark and stuff like Come that. Come on, you big law nerd. Teachers. <laughs> yeah, her and her sister uh, basically don't like each other. Um, and I think her sister eventually became Mistra. Oh, okay. And essentially, Mistra is the god of magic, and Shah's kind of like the dark reflection of that. And essentially, you know, when you think of illusions, you're actually pulling upon the Shadowfell. And oh, when you think about uh, creating things from magic, what you're actually doing is creating shadow stuff is what it's called i think something like that and you know shadow blade is made out of shadow stuff it's not it's not precisely real and it's not precisely created so anything that's sort of illusionary is created out of shadow stuff almost perfect but a dark reflection of what it is and it's strongest in the shadow fell hence why necromancy and illusion magic's stronger there in okay. older play, in older editions editions i like to do that i think i've been toying the with the idea of um You've got to be careful that you don't nerf your players too much, but I like the idea of clerics being weaker in like hell and stuff. Like yeah. I like the idea that the planes I, have a full-on effect on you. I try to go the other way, where it's like, instead of nerfing players, I like to give other things more power. Mm. So if you are in heaven and you're holy, you're stronger. But if you're in hell, you're not weaker, 
but everything else oh, the, is stronger. Everything else is yeah. stronger. It's, a li- it's going to be a little bit harder because everything is in its home turf now. It's kind of like kind of like a football game when you're in your home turf. Everybody's supporting you. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? You feel better. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm home. Sense, I'm yeah. home. I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Sometimes the away team do come in and kick your ass but most of the time yeah. this is home baby that's, I think that's a good idea that's home really turf advantage idea. give everyone give, give them all an extra die when they hit you exactly and I just think that's so, so, so like I think the Shadowfell is kind of a bit of a prime example because you if you if you fail like a certain wisdom check and it's quite low it's wisdom DC 10 you you get Shadowfell despair just from being in the Shadowfell because it's so shit mm. and it and it essentially is meant it's it's a land of undead there's dark twisted i think is it called is it neverwinter evernight evernight neverwinter is the yeah neverwinter never is the normal evernight, one yeah evernight is the shadow fell so like grave dust and rotten houses kind of thing yeah essentially in, in neverwinter is um is is a place in Faerun, and then evernight's the dark mm. shadow fell version where people exist people live there and it's normal to be there and lights i think one of the biggest part of the shadowfell is that light is really like it's really bright mm-hmm. at a distance but it barely illuminates anywhere oh, that's a really cool fit like cool. things in the I night the can hunt it. you because they can see you but, in a distance yeah. but when when they get close to you you, you can see barely see yeah. them one thing i really like to do so the shadowfell despair there's a bunch of stuff that are like role-playing effects yeah um something i like to do when i'm doing stuff like this but especially role-play effects that are counter like bad for the character yeah. i like to give them a new inspiration slot so the out of the abyss campaign's got a lot of madness so oh, i so give my give players two types of inspiration for playing their madness standard inspiration and madness inspiration and they always get them to secretly i try to pick up if they're doing it because i don't want the other players to know they've got a madness yeah so i want them to be able to i, I try, otherwise they'll message me like hey i feel like i did that then i'm like yeah you have your madness inspiration because they're just like it's like it's a l- little bit of extra thing. It's kind of like because if yeah. you've got your, extra your spice. you've got like two inspirations now because you're like oh it's my madness inspiration I'll use that. And that's I think a really that's, cool idea. It's a, I I find it works really well. It really encourages people to lean into it. And you, you don't have to make that secret as well. You could you could totally just say that in the game. And be like okay guys when you get madness. Do you oh, know what I mean yeah. they all know they've got madness inspiration. Oh, I just don't do want it. so what it'll be like. I don't if everyone gets. Um, Madness. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I always do it online. But if like only one person in the group's got madness, I'm the only thing I'm doing it on person is passing everyone a card. Yeah, and that card is either you have, uh, you are not mad, you are not mad, or the type of madness they've got. So I can give everyone a card, everyone can read it and go cool, and then take it back, and then so then no one knows who's got madness. And yeah, stuff. yeah. What I use on Discord, I just message people like, yeah, you you've got this. That's cool. And then. They don't. They don't tell the group they've got the madness no. because they've, oh, there's so many things that are going on where people are like, "Why are you being like this?" It's like I just don't trust you. <laughs> Fuck off! And it's because they cannot it's trust them mad, anymore. Yeah, they're literally um, mad. But then the players themselves like, "Why? This yeah. is so." Uh, I love it. It's nice. great. That is cool. That's cool. But yeah, so that's that's kind of the Shadowfell where also the domains of dread and exist in, in mm. the Feywild domains of delight are like mini demiplanes where. Well, like Barovia is the yep. the biggest one for uh, the domain of dread. Yeah, Barovia. That's and where then... Strahd lives, a vampire king, which is you know curse of Strahd. I big, cannot big remember D&D the Feywild one from the witch like because I remember there's hither, thither, and yon, which are the sections of it. But there's yeah. like a there's like um the one there's a full Feywild. setting, very much like Curse of Strahd. They made a full setting for yeah. this domain of delight. But yeah, um, that's gonna bother me for the rest of the episode. It's um, there if you want to look at it. Yeah, no, but it's, it's fine. We'll it's keep right going. right there. Oh, fuck, fuck, at you. Fine. I just, I don't want you to suffer whilst this is going I'm, on. I'm, I have to take my headset off. Yeah, you are, you are. 
He's walking over. I hope this is good content, listeners. It's good. He's good. He's walking over. He's struggling to find the book, even though it's staring him right in the face. I, it's on the left hand side. Left-hand it's side. where the crease is. So if you look where the crack is in the books, yep, there it is. I got right. it. I got it, ladies and gentlemen. And he's he's looking through. He's opening up. He's skimming through is this the pages. Content, guys, are you enjoying this? He's skimming through the pages. Uh, he's looking very handsome. Uh, oh, Prismere. Prismere. There you are. Domain oh, of delight. Prismere. There you go. So that's the reflective planes. Yeah. We are going on to our inner planes. Inner planes, which is your fucking. These are these are the basic. The way I see them is the Earth is made up of four things. Oh, well, it's made up of five things: Earth, Wind, Fire, Water, and Spirit. And the inner planes are the physical things, and the outer planes are the spiritual things. The things that can't be contained materialistically. The inner planes are the things that are material. The Feywild is lights and and moonlight and and darkness and the shadow fell is just the absence of creation what's what what is there when there's no creation the fair world is just pure creation and it's like anti-life and life almost basically and then the in you know you've got your earth wind fire that's yeah. kind of my thoughts about the inner plane earth wind and fire yeah because the Feywild is like life and death, isn't it? Yeah. The Shadowfell's death. Um, remind me to post this. There's an awesome picture from the old Planescape setting of the multiverse. I'm going to show Niall now. So you've got... Um, <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. It is. But you've got uh, the material plane there full of all the crystal spheres, right? And then you've got the inner planes, which are feeding through the ethereal plane all the different elements into it. And then through the astral plane, you've got uh, your uh, outer planes with Sigil in the middle all feeding into there. And I fucking love this diagram. It's a very cool diagram. It's like a really cool science-y diagram. And all the like, so like you can see the Great Wheel as well. But that's not the same Great Wheel cosmology, which I like it again, no, yeah. it's another interpretation of what the multiverse could look like. It's really cool. It's This is very cool. I, I just, where's the level? The Abyss. And it's like, they're all like little sections of this big wheel, basically. Yeah. It's re- it's a really cool diagram. But that's your idea of the idea of like the the almost like the the ethereal plane is your transport for the physical elements of the material plane and the astral is the spiritual it's like yeah. the whole outer plane's feeding into the center. Very much so. So, um, speaking of those, plane of air. Yeah. That's, that's basically what it, it says on the tin. It's, it's just a plane of air. Just loads of air. Everything's like you've got fl- flying cities on clouds. That's where Arakokra come from. Yeah. Bird um, people. Bird folk. And you um, get around by flying. You just fly. There's no trick to it. Peter Pan shit. Mm. Just believe. Peter Pan shit, dude. <laughs> the, uh, the, the thing I do like is the they're not proper planes. And this is what I like about the planes, because it says where the planes meet, but they don't actually physically meet, but they do kind of physically meet, which, are, again, it's usual plane of bullshit. You don't think about it too much. Is that where the elemental plane of air meets the elemental plane of fire, there's a, like a, almost like a demi-plane in between. Of steam. Uh, no, not steam. It's called <laughs> ash. Yeah. So it's the the great conflagration. Um, so like it's there's the idea that again you've got that kind of idea are they touching are they not is yeah. it representation that your human mind is trying to comprehend what it's seeing um, and the plane of air is probably like the most friendly because you can breathe there you can get around and genies live there and shit like that air genies yeah or oh, most genies live in these different various the genies are about, like yeah. yeah I mean if you I like about the elemental plane of air that there's a quote from the Terry Project books, Discworld novels, which is like um, falling's not that bad. It's hitting the ground, which is the bit, the bit you have to be worried about. Yeah, don't have to worry about that. The mental plane of air. No, like, you if you just, just fall forever, if you can't fly, don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> just 
until you die. You starve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, to be fair, the the I guess the next plane gets a bit more dangerous because the plane of Earth is just underground, full of horrible monsters. Yeah, the elemental plane of... You see, I think you'd think fire would be the worst. But, but uh, like, it's just Earth. Earth is full of slaver genies. And, and also just more rock. Yeah, tunnels like, for eternity. You would have to dig your way everywhere. I like the idea of miners getting lost. Yeah. Like, they were mining underground, and all of a sudden they got lost in this elemental plane. They have no idea where they are, and for the rest of eternity, they think they're in hell because they're just they're stuck in the elemental plane of Earth. But yeah, so you've got Earth, which again has got kind of borders either side. So when it borders water, you have uh, the, the plane hills. of ooze, <laughs> the mud hills, a swamp of oblivion. Yeah. And then where it borders the elemental plane of fire, you have the fountains of creation, which is where you've got loads of magma. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. It is cool as fuck. Um, there's a bunch of lore uh, for the elemental plane of Earth. Like, the, like there's the city of jewels where the Tao, who are like the Earth genies, live. Very horrible people. Yeah. Yeah. Slavers, essentially. Yeah. So why is there so much slavery in D&D? Because there needs to be evil for yeah, good it, to conquer. True. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's like every time you look at a race, why do these come? Oh, slavery. Cool. <laughs> oh, the Mind Flayers were having slaves. Yeah, cool. cool. Oh, the yeah. genies. Slaves. Oh, they had slaves. Yeah. Oh, Some right, of them cool. are all right. Some of them are all right. Not these, these ones. Like 75% of them are not good. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah the good. fish guys are all right, actually. The fish guys are pretty pompous. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Elemental Plane of Earth, pretty cool. Elemental Plane of Fire. It's all hot. Pretty cool. Spicy. You know, if you want to breathe there, you need to learn how to breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally like rituals and shit to learn mm-hmm. how to breathe fire for that. But the most like hospitable place is kind of also the plane of fire because of the city of brass. <clears throat> I was also going to say that you have, um, with all of the elemental planes, like the inner planes, is that you'll have at the mm, the inner edge of it, you'll have like, um, it's more hospitable, like it's more Earth-like. There's like places you can walk and live and stuff and there's animals. But the further out you go, the more of the um, like the intrinsic element you come across. So like if you are the inner edge of the mental plane of fire, if it has like an inner edge, you'll be able to live. You'll be all right. It's, it's like hot, the, it's the part that's closest to Earth. Yeah. But then as you go further and further out, it will ju- it just becomes walls of fire. Yeah. You can't go there. Which I really like the idea because more and more intense the further out you go. It's pretty cool. Mm. But yeah, the city of brass is basically like a big trading hub mm. run by a genie and a freaky who's like a fire genie who's just sort of living his best life. Are the fire genies bad? I can't remember. Yeah, they probably slave. Yeah, they're probably slavers, aren't they? They're probably slave. They usually are. And then there's a plane of water where it's just water. I love that. It's just it's just like your most epic water campaign ever. There is a surface though. Yeah, and it's, it's got a, islands on. But I didn't think I was like, is it just like floor to ceiling water? But there is like a sea that you yeah, can be on. Yeah, theoretically, above the plane of water is the plane of air. No, I don't like that because you could fall into. Yeah, which I think is really funny. <laughs> you just end up there. But like, you'd have to spend the time falling. You'd need to be nearly immortal to yeah. fall into the plane of water. Well, maybe it's another thing where you just get lost. Yeah. When you're falling. Yeah. Because where they meet, you get the elemental plane of ice. But again, none of this fits our concept of time and space. No. It could be like, you go that direction, you get to the elemental plane of air. You go in the other direction, you get to the elemental the plane, plane of air. air. But if you go back the way you were going to go originally, you get to the elemental plane of fire. Take a fire. slight left. Like, literally a degree left. Fire. <laughs> yeah, fire. Um, but yeah, you need to learn how to breathe water here. Otherwise, you'll drown. <laughs> um, but I like the plane of water. You can, like you say, you can have your sea campaign. Again, I like the idea of your players getting lost at sea and all of a sudden just being like, take them a long time to work out. Oh, we're in another plane. Very, oh, very no. parts of the Caribbean. Yes. You have to get lost before you can be found. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, 
chip they're all your inner planes that's all the physical stuff feeding into the world it's where you get all your cool and this is where when you cast summon an elemental yeah elementals are coming from um and like you say where all your genies come from yeah it's it's a cool place of primordial energy pretty cool that's pretty cool dude and then i guess i guess there's a lot of there's a lot and i mean a lot of outer planes 16 yeah sure why not uh i'm looking at the list and i'm like that's more than enough to count. That's uh, it's more than five, and es- I'm essentially every single. There's one plane for every single possible alignment. Some of them have two. Yeah, which is annoying. Yeah, and it's kind of like the idea of like what we did with the gods, which was create a good god and a bad god for every idea, one that would pertain to a certain alignment. It's kind of like that, really. Mm. There's a place for each god to exist because that's where their alignment yeah. manifests itself yeah and i mean if you have like um if you thought that you had a lot to think about with your setting there's 16 planes and a lot of these planes have different layers yeah there's a lot of shit going on here Um, let's kind of just run through them because there's just naming them to give you a taste of an idea I think is enough. I'm thinking of the Animaniacs song. You go through the the world. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Pretty close. Mount Celestia by Topia. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, my, Mount Celestia is essentially your lawful good the plane. Seven heavens. Yeah, Mount Celestia. And it's re- there's some really cool law in terms of like each layer has an archeon, like an arch angel mm-hmm. who is fucking powerful. And to become an archeon, you need to like travel all seven layers of heaven and some of them just don't make sense. Yeah. It's it's it, fascinating. I think Absolutely it, fascinating. I think it's fun as well because there's loads of effects we probably have time to, time to go through but um, I recommend going through but I think it's interesting because as, as much as the good planes are like safer they're still not hospitable to people no, like you're yeah. still gonna have like it's gonna affect you poorly you might never want to leave and it's not because it's antagonistic towards you it's just you it's heaven yeah it's fucking heaven you'll, why would you ever want to leave you won't want to leave it'll change who you are yeah. um you have to be good yeah there's people there that'll fuck you up if you make the wrong decision yeah if you were evil there they don't tolerate evil in their yeah, home exactly it's like this is you know what i mean um, take your shoes off at the door yeah uh, yeah Exactly. I'll have your feet chopped off. Uh, so then you've got uh, the Twin Paradises of Bytopia. Yeah. Um, Which I don't really know that much about other than it's it's neutral good. Like lawful good is kind of, you know, by the by the book. And I guess it's where mm-hmm. your holiest of holiest gods exist. And Bahamut floats around on a little cloud in Mount Celestia. Whereas Bytopia is kind of like the place where more chill gods it, exist. Well, Bytopia is kind of like the idea that there's two types of good. And that is yeah. like you've got. If you picture it like um, pastoral wilderness, it says here, pastoral and wild. Pastoral mm. land and wild wilderness. It's kind of like the good, the farming, the providing for people, but also like nature itself kind of existing in harmony is the idea of Bytopia. Um, so yeah, whereas I think Mount Celestia, like you say, is like the shining beacon of good for the Temples world. Temples everywhere. Bytopia, yeah, exactly. Bytopia is a bit more kind of like, it's kind of like all about being good, goodwill, and like looking after the land and stuff and like that. And there's also like untamed, there's the untamed land as well in the in the second world of Bytopia, which is kind of like where your nature gods would reside. Yeah, exactly. Which is pure nature yeah. in its purest form. You'll find there's, there's a fair amount of crossover because then you've yeah. got like, as well as, so you've got Elysium, which is everyone's like kind and compassionate and that's where you've got, I think that's where you're most likely to get like people be nice to you. <laughs> it's like real chill. And it's that's, a place of rest. Yeah, and it's where you won't want to leave. I think, yeah. right? Yeah, you'll never leave it unless 
magic intervenes because you're like, but everyone's so nice here. Why this is kind of leave? this is kind of what people think of heaven. Yeah, this is where like you just get good shit. Yeah, for living there. Beastlands is like where. Oh, woo! I love the Beastlands, just baby. Go, just go hunting and have great times. Um, it's just it, everything lives here. Like yeah. all the werewolves, they're the ones that fucking rule the Beastlands. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just it's where you are your most primal and animalistic, and I, it's cool. I do cool like the fact like that. though that if you kill a creature, you could become it. Yeah. Um, and then if you died, you come back again. Oh, yeah. at the end of a long rest, you can turn back again. Uh, but I like that because it's kind of like, yeah, you can hunt. Obviously, you eventually you might be hunted. That's just how yeah, how it goes. What happens if you die in heaven? Just gone. Yeah, essentially. Um, Arborea, very vibrant, very big, very over the top. But this is the thing, and I think this that's, is that's the elves, isn't it? Arborea. Uh, ooh, oh no, elves are Arendor. Arendor. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Um, gosh, there's so many. But yeah, you have a, <laughs> a bunch of stuff uh, for the different... Um, and I think the good planes, it's fun because they're interesting concepts, but I think most people want to do their things in like their, the lower planes because there's threat and danger there. Aborea is kind of a bit like your Greek gods as well. Like, you know how mm. they're, they're always squabbling. They're good people. They're like genuine good people in a kind of way. But they're also very fucking childish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like Zeus is always fucking about kind of thing. Do they, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's, it's kind of what we talked about when it was like, I will kill evil. Yeah. I don't care what the consequences are. If you're evil, you will die. Yeah, these guys are like, let's have fun. Yeah. To the, to the consequences of too much the, fun. They're the kind of thing where it's like, say there's like an evil emperor. Yeah. And they'll say to an individual, kill the emperor. Kill him, he's evil. And yeah. then the Emperor will die, there'll be a power vacuum, the, the nation might fall, but it's like, yeah. I don't care, it was evil. No, it's to okay, die. we're all happy now. Let's he- have a massive party <laughs> celebrating my good deeds. Well, don't worry about taxes. Taxes are for <laughs> stupid people. There's like, it's chaotic What's that? Good. You took my money? Now, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. It's, it's good without thought, I guess. I mean, I think Isgard is like your Norse shit, right? Yeah, it's all yeah. battlefields of glory and deep fjords and shit like that. It's very, and that's more, that's more chaotic, neutral, chaotic good, where, you know, the Olympians are very much like shag first, ask questions later, whereas the, you know, the Asgardians were more like punch first, ask questions later, <laughs> and also we'll do a little bit of shagging. It's, it's kind of, you know, it is the difference between Norse and Greek. I think I think Mythic oh, yeah, Heroes of Odyssey would be a great place if you couldn't think of your Arborea mm. just make it the setting of the Mythic mm. Odyssey of Theros where Bad, these yeah. gods exist and you know I mean they're pretty close to the people that live there I think that'd be a that'd be a fun thing to do yeah no absolutely and that and that's the kind of homebrew stuff you could do um, um, Limbo Limbo unfettered chaos basically you've been looking at Limbo recently haven't you I have that's where the slads come from. Slad. Slad. Slad the lad. The salads. Uh, place of just pure chaos. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Nothing's continuous. Um, you find the githz or I um, are there. Um, and they're the, they're the monk giths, aren't they? Yeah, they're like the peace and love giths. Yeah, they've kind of taken Limbo as like a refuge place because they've got the willpower to keep things together in a mm. place where chaotic elements just forge and destroy and... It's just a very scary place. Yes, yeah, uh, unless you can tame it, and you've got to be very powerful to be able to do yeah, so. Yeah, very strong-willed. Um, and it's not that far off of the next one, to be fair, which is Pandemonium. Yeah, which is, as much as chaos, is madness. Yeah. Uh, pure insanity. So you've got, again, that chaotic new chaotic evil. It's kind of like... it's the Limbo doesn't care about you in, in terms of what it's doing. Limbo's like, we're just a bit crazy. Anything can happen. 
pandemonium's more like anything can happen and isn't that terrifying mm. and like it slowly affects your mind like it's sending you mad it's it's detrimental to your health in the a optional way. rules are fucked yeah for that one you gain exhaustion but when you get a six level you don't die you just get madness yeah fuck which is you know that's that's again it's the difference between chaotic like neutral and chaotic evil chaotic neutral plane you, you've just got to survive whereas in a chaotic evil plane you've got to survive otherwise you'll go mad yeah and then you the know abyss. yeah which the, is where all your demons come from god created by a shard of evil being plunged into the universe and slowly sinking down and constantly making an infinite amount of evil good shit love it and it was yeah it was created from another it was created by far realmers Oh, was it? Yeah, Farm Realm is called Ubliex, I think they were, they're called. Oh, okay. And they're like, there's two kinds of demons. They're Tanari demons and, ooh, I don't know. No, maybe it's not Ubliex. It's like Orendi or something. I don't know. I can't remember what they're called. There's two types of demons. One of them are from this Far Realm and one of them are made from human souls. Got you. So the Demogorgon's the first Tanari demon, hence why he's so powerful. Mm. So yeah, and that's your abyss. And it's essentially shit. It's yeah. <laughs> it's so an infinite is, layer of bollocks. It's where all your demons come from. It's madness. It's uh, the, and this, this is the thing, right? We were talking about we've been going through all the planes, and then there's planes within planes. So there's so many like levels of the layers. It's infinite. Layers. Yeah, it's still making more layers. To but this it's really day. important ones. Various demon lords control various like multiple layers and try yeah. to capture them. Um, like Lolf wasn't a demon lord. She used to be an elven god. She still kind of is a god. She, but is, she also yeah. is a demon lord. But then yeah. she moved to the abyss and became a demon lord. And it's the same with Gratz. Gratz is rumored to have been a. What were you telling me? You told me he this. was a demon prince, and he was uh, in love with. Was, uh, well, no, he was. Di- that's a different story. But he was dissatisfied with his position because it, it was too much kind of structure to it. Because yeah. he was like, "Well, I have one layer. I want more." Yeah. And they went, "No, well, you can't have more." So he went, "Well, I know where I can get more." So he yeah. just went to the abyss and captured. He's got three layers, I think. Yeah, and then he's also got a fucking hard on for Tasha. Yeah, uh, Tasha. There uh, we yeah. go. Yeah, and they have a the most toxic relationship of all time we, we had a real laugh about that idea, oh, just they're, they're, they're like it's, yeah but this is the thing right in hell the, in the abyss there's so much nonsense uh, and it's just like uh, they're all they all hate each other they're all angry there's no order it's pure chaos like the devils at least have honour the demons will be like I will kill you take your lay and you can fuck off and, and I'll say and the whole time I'll be like oh no I'll be your friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. No, we're friends. Why did you? Are you not me? enjoying this? Yeah, like what? Did you not think I was going to betray you? I won't betray you again. No. Oh no! Is this a knife in my no. bag? Ah! No, it's horrendous. It's yeah. horrible. No, no rules. Terrible, horrible place. No rules. No cordiality. You will not survive. Demons are like an infestation. Yeah, and that's why I love. I love describing how demons come in because it's just yeah. a sickness on yeah. the world. Um, it's a blight. And if you just think that's where it all is, and yet none of them are getting on, this de- oh, love it. Yeah, I like horrifying. Oh. Um, too many layers to go through. Look at them yourself; they're fantastic. There's some really good details. Create some. Create your own layer oh, of the abyss. Create your own have demon rules. lord. Just create a horrible demon lord. Stick yeah. him in a plane. There you go. There you go. That's what what does it look like? It hurts. Whatever you about. want. Oh god. And um, then um, I guess the next place, one Car- of my favorites, Carceri. Love Carceri. Car- I always said Carceri. I don't think it matters how you pronounce things. Yeah, Kakari. Panundun moon. Panundun moon. Welcome to Heaven. The Abyss. 
That, welcome to the advice. Welcome to the advice. That can be what your demon lord says when you get here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the advice. My name is Borat. Uh, My wife. <laughs> anyway, Carceri. It's a prison plane. It's literally where the worst people go. Any of the gods captured somebody? They went, fuck it. Bye. Put them in prison. Bye. And that's the realm of fucking neutral, neutral evil and chaotic evil. Because that's just where all the shit people are. I just love it. It's literally like, it's just prison planet. And it, and, and if you escape to another part of Carceri, guess what? It's just another prison planet. I love it. It's it's like... Oh, Any it, spell It's like the best idea for a story in the world. efforts to leave the plane fail. Anything other than wish will fail. It's just, it's so good. Honestly, I just, I love it so Portals much. Portals are one way only. Yep. The secret way is out. That would be a sick campaign. Escape I've, I've from done Carceri. one. Have you? Yeah, so you, I think it is actually called Escape from Carceri. Um, You can find it online with Roll Together, who are a great company. If you just YouTube Roll Together, Escape from Carceri, I did a a four-part podcast. So you can find it on podcast, you can find it on YouTube. Nice. It was very fun. It was very, very fun. I love love Carceri. It's a cool place. Nice. Hades, which has got three different layers. Um, It's really funny reading this. No joy, no hope. I think this is where Night Hacks come from. Yeah. It's also a part of, I believe, where, um, what's he called? Kalemvor lives. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure because it's it is a realm of the dead, and I thought, it, yeah, okay, it is it's where judgment takes place. No, that's the city of judgment, which is in the astral sea. Is it not in? Is it not in Hades? I don't think so. Oh, pardon me, got that completely wrong. Por- pardon me, pardon me, sir. I'm pretty sure that is the astral sea. Fair enough. Uh, Fair the enough. city of judgment. I think I might be wrong, but yeah. So essentially, it's it's just a bit. It's just a bit. Of the in-between. Oh, no, Hades is where fucking Rakshasas exist. Ah, uh, okay. That's where they fucking are. Yeah. But yeah. It's kind of just a, a place of evil, where evil kind of exists. It's a bit of a theme down there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, is, it is for your more sort of self-serving ones. The ones that don't want to just destroy things for the sake of destroying things, or don't think that they're... They don't think that they're doing anything you know, for the greater scheme of things. They're just literally out for themselves. Mm. They've just kind of carved out their own place in Hades and they're like, yeah, this is... I just wanted to have somewhere to rule and not get stabbed in the back and not have to get involved with anyone else's war. And it's full of these things called larvae. Yeah. Which are just these... Um, hang on, what does it say? Oh, yeah, it's where your souls go, basically. If no one, if no one takes your soul... If oh, you upper, go to Hades. If the upper and lower planes don't want your soul, you end up in Hades. Oh, it's for be- the faithless. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. You become a gross little worm boy. No, nice. uh, that the way you get harvested. Um, that's horrendous. I haven't actually. So the next one is Gehenna. Yeah, I've not actually heard of Gehenna. Really, I've yeah, not done anything with it. Before. I know it's where the Ugoloths come from. Really? Oh, um, that's cool. Which are like your kind of your fiendish lawyers or go between mercenaries. So, like, if you look at the Monster Manual, and I think Wooden Kane, there's a bunch of um, Yugoloths, which are, like, your fiendish mercs. So they'll you find that um, people will fill their ranks with them. The problem with Yugoloths is they're easy to bribe. You just yeah, they're all about the them. money, money, money. You just have to pay them more than their previous um, uh, contractor. Um, but they're quite fun to stumble across. Um, it sounds like a place to harden yourself. Like yeah. It, it it sound like the way that it's described is is just like a harsh reality where only the toughest will survive and you can only make deals by bound by your word like the kind of gold thing and this is just eternal like this is just the idea of it like if you want help you've got to pay for it nobody's going to help you otherwise 
it's a hard place to grow up. Mm. It's it's kind of it's kind of cool. I really like it. I, I might have to might have to do like a deep dive into this and really get my teeth stuck in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nine hells. Ah, oh, love the nine hells. Nine hells. That's it's great. Where, that's where your devils come from. So you've got it's like a fiendish bureaucracy. Like it's kind of like you have to work your. It's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, you have to work way up. Like to work way up, you recruit more people and, to becoming devils. And its existence is there to stop the abyss. Yeah. Funnily enough, like yeah. it literally exists to stop the abyss. They're both evil but they're both at war. And the Nine Hells is probably one of the most important places because if you think about it, the abyss is fucking endless. And it took it took pretty much all of the planes working together to get the abyss to not overflow. And currently only one plane is still doing that job. So that's how powerful uh, so the Nine Hells really is. really interesting kind of... I, re- I really like that kind of thing of like the nine hells. Like everyone hates the devils, the gods hate the devils, but the king of the devil Asmodeus is like, I am all the stands between this universe yeah. collapsing. Um, and none so, of you fuckers are so helping. Fucking yeah, shut up. All right, I will take your children's souls and use them in this fight because otherwise we all die. So and, fucking suck it up. And he's right. Yeah, he's That's not the wrong. Thing. It's like if either the thing is is if either side got a, a, a step in front of the other one. That'd be it. The balance of the universe would be over because they're the only two things it, stopping yeah. stopping each other from taking over the universe. And you can tell that Wizards of the Coast put a lot of thought into the Abyss and the Nine Hells because there's a fuck ton of information about these two in the books. Yeah. Um, and then both of them have got like modules about them. Exactly. There's a lot of shit going on here. That's why we've got more content for it. Cool stuff. Cool Which stuff, I mean, cool I mean, it's interesting with ones that have got less lore because you can build on it yourself. Yeah. Um, but these ones, you've got a lot of stuff to build off. Uh, like, there's an entire module based around one layer exactly. of the Nine Hells. Um, so check it out. Honestly, there, there's so much to be said about them, and each each realm has each layer has its own archdevil, with the very bottom one being the King of Hell himself, Asmodeus. Asmodeus, Asmodeus, who in some settings is a god, and some is not. So like, take your pick. Yeah, maybe some, both. Like, because it, it's like if you if you go into the greater cosmology of uh, the Forgotten Realm setting, you have every planetary system exists within the crystal sphere, mm-hmm. and then all the crystal spheres are sitting next to each other through uh, something called realm space. And we, we uh, within these crystal spheres, different gods have different levels of influence. So, for example, I don't think he is a god in Forgotten Realms, but I'm not sure. He's just an archdevil. But in some of the other crystal spheres, he is revered as a god. So it just depends. Even the gods themselves aren't always gods. They're just gods to different people, um, which yeah. I think is a really interesting concept. I, I really like that as well. It's one of my favorite things to do is never nail down what, what anything means or who anything is. Yeah, because... Because one place there could be something different, and time could work differently for them. They might be like, "Oh, in the future, I'm a god," which for me is now, but for you, it's not because I'm not right I, here. I guess the way that I, the way that I have always, I think, perceived, and then only sort of recently figured out how to write this, and what I've been, what I've been doing is when, when you get closer and closer to something really powerful, like a god, the actual definition becomes more and more vague mm. because. When when you try to comprehend God in our lives, you know, that's a fucking big question in itself. This one is kind of written down. Some of them have stories and mythologies. Like Kalemvor was a person before he was a god, but mm-hmm. now he's a god. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it means he exists out of space and time. Mm-hmm. Like he is an idea. Mm-hmm. And I think when you when you treat something as an idea rather than as a as a person, their actions and their their reasonings become so beyond everything that it's really fun to to yeah, write. and you can really fuck with it. I like the in Dimension Twenty in Fancy High spoilers. Yes, hit, hit up the spoilers for some great DMing. Enjoy, but, Brendan. Uh, 
but but there's like at one point the god just gets replaced by like a mad wizard who snuck into heaven. Yeah, and it's it's just like you can just have what it could be what you want like like you said the closer you get it doesn't make any sense maybe all of a sudden like maybe your gods are just people just very powerful beings yeah. or maybe they are the fabric of the, it doesn't matter you can yeah. kind of have fun with it and to replace them if you do destroy them do you become something beyond human do you have a choice does yeah. it just happen exactly um, I really like that stuff anyway uh, Archeron uh, we're running you can tell it's really fun you can tell as you read this they ran out they were running out of stuff to say Archeron <laughs> four layers with big cubes uh, sometimes they get mashed together oh, I fucking love that story that's Grumsh Grumsh had his own had his own planet cube and he was in constant war with um, Maglubaya who had his own planet cube and he he got so fucking annoyed with this war he rammed his planet into Maglubaya so he that's was like so fuck you <laughs> shoved his like, like full scale frontal assault. Oh, that's so funny. You know, like mutual assured destruction. I am sick of this war. I will show you who's boss by ramming my home that's into so yours. Good. Oh, I like that effect as well. Whenever you go to zero hit points, you get temporary hit points equal to half your hit point maximum. Yeah, that's so good. Just you, not, I, you can't. You're I'm still fighting. Yeah. Fuck you. And and it is just a place of war. This is where your goblins and orcs and your hob sorry, your hobgoblins and orcs basically come from. Any gods of war yeah. uh, from Archeon. Which, which is why I always like the idea of like so basically when you go there's you go somewhere called the City of Judgment and there there's loads of devils trying to tempt you to come to hell. And I do like the idea because goblins will end up going here. And I like the idea of a coward goblin end up in the city of judgment and the devil coming up to him being like, hey, so do you want to go fight for the rest of eternity? And they're like, eh, no, not really. It's like, well, if you come to hell, you can work your way up and join our pyramid scheme. Like, oh yeah, that sounds better than fighting for the rest of eternity. And then ends up fighting for the rest yeah. of eternity in the blood <laughs> like, war. Fuck! That's really funny. Uh, but yeah, because they're like, that's the only, I like that they get there like, oh my god, was evil. Oh god, my time's not going to be fun. If I talk to a devil, yeah, it'll be shit at first, but maybe I could work my way up yeah, or yeah. something like that. It's if I put fun. my hours in. Yeah. <laughs> If I were doing a, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, 100%. Recruit enough devils. Uh, and then we've got a last few is Mechanus, which I also really love and really want to do more with. Yeah, same. It's the law of order. Law and order. fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the plane of law and order. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it's where you're, you're fucking, what they're called? Your little Modrons. guys. Modrons come from. Inevitables. This is just the place where people need a lawyer. This you is know space what I mean? police. That's yeah. who these guys are. They're the Green Lanterns of everything. Every now and again, all these guys just march across the entire multiverse. And if but, they find something yeah. that's not lawful, they kill it. I just, it's just like an on con. It's like, right, it's time to go. Let's check everything. It's like, oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> and they're all little. They're a little guy. Yeah, they're not like the march isn't like these big, awful machines. It's just like little tiny modrons that are like, we're just here to check things out. Oh, I need to kill you now. There's so many of the us. The more powerful they get, work. the bigger they get, though. It's like the more yeah. sides. Because isn't there one that's like 10 sides and there's like a big serpent which is in charge? They're just shit. so fucking good. I, I really like the idea of them. And I, I believe Primus wasn't always a a god he he was someone that took over that job as well there's a lot of really cool lore to it that i think would be fun to explore and to really go into and it's robots it's just it's super sci in my head in my head primus is like it's it's fucking cybertron 
Yeah. Like, and every, you know, it's it's Optimus Prime, it's Megatron, but they're all getting along because it's, like it's the plane of law and order. The ultimate bureaucracy. Yeah. Like, everything has to follow a set path. And it and is like a high, I always thought of it as like a weird hive mind. Like, everything is connected to Primus, mm. but everything also has its own yeah. sentience. And the Modrons are their own fun little thing. Like, yeah. the more faces they have, the more things they can think about. Actually, I used some, I used some inevitables in escape from carceri they were oh, prison yeah. wardens i like Maru- like the maru and stuff like that well maybe check out maybe check maybe out maybe have a little yeah. listen a little, little listen little, actually little it's free plug for your own podcast it's now. really fun it's not my podcast oh someone else's just, podcast i was just running just your the game course. yeah, yeah. Okay. i usually play but i was running that game um and then the final one arcadia can't believe we're here can't believe we're here how's oh it feel God. it feels beautiful it feels you, thrilling we haven't finished you, all the planes me who'd have thought um, what is it? Oh, it's like... Oh, it sounds boring. Orchards of perfectly lined trees, straight streams, orderly fields. Like the worst trim city you can think of. I, I kind of think of it as like kind of where... it, it It's a bit like God, God chill out zone. Yeah. You know? It's just everything's ordered. Everything's nice but ordered. And that's... It's not... It's less like Mount Celestia where everybody's like really holier than now. This is like... Arcadia is like just a place... There's rules where to all follow. the coolest people go. There's rules to... F- I don't know. There's rules... No, there's all the nerds go. No, I think... No, no. no. You have to the follow nerds, the rules. The nerds are fucking Mount Celestia. These guys are just like, you know, law-abiding yeah, citizens. But these, these, <laughs> are, these are like pencil pushers. It's like you... Straight rivers, straight trees, as you were. It sounds like... I'm just picturing everyone in office cubicles. I don't like I, it. I, I, always, I pictured it as like uh, log cabins. Everybody's got a log cabin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's and they like, all just chill out. And they all go fishing together. <laughs> they all eat together. You know, like religion without the religion. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine a church without the religion? I guess, but like everybody just, gets together. They, they they chill that out. sounds too chill. This sounds like everything's really unblemished and clean. And yeah, they cut the grass clean. with little nail yeah, scissors. They That's literally, bad. Like That's everybody bad. is on the same wavelength. Like everybody's like fucking out there with their like brooms in the sand, <laughs> making lines. This must be perfect. Yeah, with a grain of sand. It sounds. No, but like the the most highly disciplined. <sighs> there's no chaos here. It's just discipline and love. The best people. Oh yeah, and there's also holy dwarves here, which is fun. Yeah, like, like Moradin, that. shit like that, just creating fucking forging and shit like that. Just getting on with shit. You know, every day everybody's up at five a.m. for a run. Like you'll oh, see everyone. Stop it. That's uh, what I mean. There's rules. There's I rules, but it. everybody's fucking up. Yeah, no, I'm not going to Arcadia. Fuck that. A place, <laughs> a place where you'll be your best self. <laughs> and then take me to the nine hells. <laughs> the the last guys, the last ones is the Outlands and Sigil. Um, oh, I'm not just saying sigil wrong. It is called sigil. I say sigil. That's fine. You can say it just, however you want. Yeah, it is. When they made it, I think they were taking the piss out of someone that said, "Well, you know, it's like one of those words that someone says wrong but never says it out yeah. loud." And then they said sigil, and everyone laughed at them. There's the there's the um, there's the famous critical role episode where Matthew Mercer says sigil for the first time, and Sam, I think it's Sam Regal's like, "I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Do you mean sigil?" And he's no, like, "Sigil." I just say sigil. It's called no, sigil. but he's talking about like sigils. Uh, he he says sigils. sigils. Yeah, he calls them sigils. That's ridiculous. Good for Matt. That's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Say say how say anything you want. If you want to say Corellin, if you want to say Schmelin, you know what I mean. Insane. Corellin. Can't believe this is the man that likes Arcadia, the land of law and order. But we'll just say whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, I didn't say I was attuned to the land of law and order. Uh, I am. I am chaotic as fuck. Oh look, a picture of a Tarask. Outlands. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Don't you dare! But it's looking at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> rip that page out. <laughs> rip that page um, out. Yeah, so like the Outlands and Sigil is like the plane between the planes. It's like so where you find the City of Doors, which is where you can get to wherever you want. It's where you'll see angels. The and... Lady of Pain rules the City of Doors. <laughs> I, I had a cool theory for that for my own homeworld stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I thought it'd be really cool if she was Freya, the Lady of Pain. That is quite cool. I do like that. Um, but basically, here you can. It's like a. It's like a neutral zone. You can find angels chatting with devils and talking about philosophy and having beers. And you can get to different planes without teleportation. You can just just walk through a door. You can ride a horse from heaven to hell if you go through the city of doors. Yeah. And then there's the outlands, which are kind of like the lands around that. Um, it's the no fighting zone. It's like <laughs> the. It's the. I think it's the base area for the planescape setting, which yeah. was like the planar travel setting. Is yeah. Like, is the city of doors? So you can go between places. It's pretty cool. It's a yeah. cool place. Yeah, it's really cool. And the Outlands. The Outlands is where you've got all the city, the all the different gate towns, which is yeah. where you can go to the different places. And then finally, we've got the Far Realm, which is that kind of. Um, it's where the mind flows come from. Yeah, it's that the aberration. What's he called? Lovecraftian, Cthulhu. eldritch, mind bending, yeah. horrifying place where nothing makes sense. Nothing. Everything is like folding in itself. Just eldritch horror, impossible to comprehend. Um, it's it's like it's all tentacles and eyes. Yeah, it's kind of like. The the like biology meets chaos. Mm. It's ju- yeah. It's just like it's where you have your unknowable thing. Mm. It's like it's your so the for example, it is it's the representation of the unknown. Well, you have the far far realm. What is it? The great old one warlock, and they draw from the far realm, yeah. and that's it, it. Often describes that as like the creatures you're drawing from might not even know you exist. They yeah. just kind of are like these weird unknowable beings that you might be unfortunate enough for their influence to accidentally slip upon you one day, and then or some great old thing, great old one from the far realm may awaken. I think I think it's really cool because it's like everything in this that we've kind of gone through is a certain thing. It's a, it's a certain thing, and this is the this is the alignment that goes with it. Mm. This is the inspiration for it. The far realm is where anything could come from. It, it's it's pure unknown. Titanic creatures swim through nothingness. There, and yeah. unspeakable things whisper awful truths to those who dare listen. It's like real fucking. It does say here, uh, there's no portals exist. It's the equivalent of you're outside in the light of a dark, and and you're facing a dark cave. And you look into the dark cave, and there's just darkness where the light can't penetrate. Mm. That's the far realm. And you know, when you start to imagine what could be in that dark cave, you're like, it could be a monster, it could be, could be food, it could be anything. That's the far realm. I like this. That so, like, no portals exist that we know of to yeah. get there. I like the idea that it's basically impossible to get there by choice. But saying a bunch of elves once opened a portal there, and it destroyed their entire civilization. Oh, that's cool. Just incomprehensible. Everything imploded. No one even knows where the fucking world was. It's just gone. And I love, like, the Far Realm is untamable, unknowable. In the same way, people will say the Abyss is untamable, unknowable, but people do capture demons. The Far Realm <laughs> is. It's the unknown. Yeah, yeah. It is horrifyingly incomprehensible. Um, and something fun too. If you want to do that kind of, like, Eldritch campaign, if you want to have, like, some strange island where people, if you want to do if you want to do what's it called um shadow over in's mouth you have uh, uh it's um a lovecraftian book lovecraftian story about a guy who goes to in's mouth and everything's just a bit off and there's these weird cults and it's what insp- if you read it you realize that a lot of stuff take inspiration from the shadow over in's mouth it's by the horrible racist hp lovecraft yeah who i'm glad died penless um i mean uh, to be fair <laughs> it's kind of like it is a little bit like him. It's just the worst. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Far Realm is just the worst, and it's kind of like that. I guess the unknown is what brings out the worst in everyone. 
Yeah, I just think, I think it's, that's kind of the idea of the far realm. It's a really. Not, fun there's zone. never really anything good there. I like the idea. That it's, it's that kind of thing where people dedicate themselves to them, but the thing they dedicate themselves to don't even know what it is, and they will them. rip them apart without a second. Th- well, not even thought. It just happened. They just exist. Yeah. This horrible, and that's why so the mind flayers are influenced or come from there. Same as Beholders. Part of them. Yeah. No one really. It's just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's pure. It's pure. Like just just apathy well, i don't know about you but this entropy entire, and apathy this entire episode has just fired off loads of ideas good like i'm just like i want to now i really want to do a, i need to put some firearm stuff in my set because yeah. i want to have like some weird town well that's what we're trying to do yeah so i hope i hope you guys found that useful and and you know like we sort of said at the beginning of this episode this is us just sort of trying to inspire you and i hope you know if morgan's feeling inspired hopefully you guys are hmm. <laughs> and and that's the point really is it can be anything and that's why we're not really homebrewing anything today because there's so much actually to inspire you that you don't you know homebrewing is just writing what we haven't told you and there are you know you could just jump straight into it because hopefully you've got an idea now and you can just go into it and run with that but also there are so many and i mean many resources on youtube alone where you can find out way more than than we know or we've told you like i'm already like i'm i need to find out about that again i'm a bit like yeah what's that mean what's what's about that i want to already want to fill my brain up with that knowledge so yeah just go for that learn as much as you can and just have fun with it and write your own story and i'm sure that you know the campaign can now be influenced more by those certain things and you can create campaigns just set in these places i'm i've yet to actually do that i've done one in carceri yeah i've not done it but i would love to do like a full campaign like with players for Mm. like a year just exploring a setting and really writing everything Mm. having fun with it awesome right yeah well Guys, we'll see you next time, I'm sure. Thank Thanks you very everyone. much, Morgan, for being here. Thank you very much for being here as well. That's all right. I've oh. been your DM. I've been your DM. I'm Niall. I'm Morgan. Hey. I <laughs> <laughs> will right, we'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, please leave a review as it really helps. Big thank you to our editor, Jack Sinclair. Woo! Legend. And if you'd like to check out any cool merchandise, head to littlelionslayer.co.uk where Julia, our resident smithy, has all our products for sale. Our next episode will be released on the 10th of October. Until then, brave adventurers.